Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. And we welcome you uh, to, to this, our final episode in our Types of Christ series. Uh, we uh, Several weeks ago, we had done an episode on Joseph, and due to a technical glitch, it didn't get recorded. Can you imagine our chagrin? <laughs> I'll bet you can. Uh, so uh, with that being said, we're going to redo Joseph as our uh, closing episode on our Types of Christ series. Uh, and with that being said, I'm sure you're going to be enjoying it. And I'm going to pass it to Pastor now. Oh, yes, by the way, let me remind you of our website. It is the Christian Underground News Net. Dot GoDaddySites.com. Visit us there, and we have um, we have an active blog. So uh, we we welcome you to, to read the blog and, and participate along with us. Uh, we'll have some great fun with that. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to pass this over to Pastor. And Pastor, tell us about Joseph as a type of Christ. Right. Thanks, Curtis. And with regard to uh, our website and our blog, uh, we'd like to know how we're doing. Um, I've we've already had some local people uh, that talk to us by text and face by face and, and giving us uh, constructive criticism because we know that we're not perfect. And, uh, and even at uh, my advanced age, um, which is 80, uh, closer to 81, I know that uh, I'm not perfect, and I know that uh, I can get better, and we'd like to do things better. So uh, give us a shout, uh, blog, and and actually address everything to Curtis because, uh, you know, I get hurt easily. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, you. Oh boy. So, all right. So uh, if, you, if, if you got your Bibles ready, uh, I'm going to go rather quickly through the introduction, although it'll take quite a while uh, before we actually get to how Joseph is uh, a type of Christ. We'll begin uh, our study in the, the book of Genesis, chapter 25. Um, I won't read a whole lot of these scriptures, but I want to tell you where they are uh, so that you can go to them. Uh, and we'll start with the story of Esau and Jacob, of all things. Now, Jacob was the third um, uh, generation of Jews. Abraham was the first generation. And a matter of fact, Genesis 15, I believe is verse 13, calls him a Hebrew the first time in the Bible. So Abraham was the first Jew because he received uh, God's covenant. And it was, theologians call it the land covenant, uh, dealing with the uh, geographical location of Israel. And so Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob. Now, Ab Isaac was an old man, and his sons had reached um, uh, an age when uh, they were to get a blessing. Uh, and so the oldest son was always to get the, the major blessing, and the oldest son uh, of, of Jacob was Jacob. Esau. I mean, of, of Isaac was Esau. Yeah. And the youngest was Jacob. Well, Jacob 
actually uh, by skullduggery and trickery. <laughs> skullduggery. Yeah, skullduggery. He stole Esau's blessing because he dressed up like Esau and he knew Isaac was blind by this time. Because yeah, uh, Esau was hairy. Esau was a hairy man. And Joseph was a smooth. Yep, and Joseph was a smooth guy. Yeah, I'm somewhere in between there. Now, now, if you see, hear the giggling, we have fun doing this, and and we and we're unashamed at having fun. That's right. Doing this, so so Jacob uh, stole the blessing from Esau because he tricked. Isaac into believing that he was Esau, the oldest son. The oldest son was to get the blessing. And Jacob got the blessing. And when Esau found out, he was, uh, how shall we say this, Curtis? Well, let's let's do it the right way. He was angry. Okay. Yeah, you've got a whole lot of other colloquialisms we can use to describe that. And they all fit. Yeah, they do. Because he was angry and he was going to come after Jacob. And Jacob had to flee. Now, we'll find all this in Genesis chapter 27. And so Jacob was running from Esau. And we see that in Genesis chapter 27. Now, in his wanderings, Jacob came upon the property of an uncle whose name was Laban. And and Laban had two daughters, Rachel and Leah. But when Jacob was approaching the property, he ran into Rachel, who was who was tending the flocks uh, of Laban, and they, and he saw her at a well. Now, uh, now I'm going to shorten this a little bit, but you'll understand what I'm saying, and and most of you men will understand. Uh, what I'm saying, when I first saw my wife before she was my wife and before I really knew her, uh, uh, the only thing I can tell you that I said was, wow. Hubba, hubba. Uh-huh. And, ja- and Jacob Not saw... Sure Rachel. that was the Hebrew vernacular of the day, but... <laughs> yeah, okay. I can't get him to shut up, folks. <laughs> so anyway... He's tried for 50 so anyway, years. Joseph, now she came to a well that was covered by a stone. And this was where she would draw water and pull it out for the flocks uh, of Laban. And, uh, and Jacob said, I, listen, let me do that for you. And he did. He rolled away the stone. Muscled it yeah, he muscled it up and, uh, sh- you know, showed off his, uh, his biceps, his, and pecs. his pecs, whatever. Trapezoids. <laughs> All right. That's enough. <laughs> okay. So, and she was very grateful, and she said, "Come, come on home with me. We all want you to meet my dad." And he did that. And we'll find all of this in in Genesis chapter twenty-seven. Well, as it turns out, um, Jacob asked. He he'd lived there for a while with them, working with with Laban, and he said, "I would like to have your daughter for a wife." And Laban said, "Well." That's not going to be an easy thing. You'll have to work for me for seven years before you can have my daughter. Apparently, Jacob didn't tell him which daughter. And I don't think it made any difference to Laban. So Jacob worked seven years 
for Laban. Can I ask a question? You can ask a question. All right. Uh, he Laban had two daughters. He had two daughters. All right. So, and he saw, uh, Jacob saw, saw uh, Rachel. Rachel first. Yeah. Did he ever see Leah? Uh, probably while he was working for, for okay. Laban. Well, probably, yeah, but, but I mean, we don't see that scripture. Yeah. We, uh, well, we I don't, wonder why he chose yeah. Rachel over Leah. Wow, is the reason. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So Leah was not wowish. Not wowish. The Bible says she was tender eyed, which <laughs> means she, she always had red eyes and, you know, and. Uh, oh. Yeah. So there was not very much attractive about Probably Leah. Probably had hay fever. It could be, could well be, uh, but the Bible doesn't say that. We'll just say that she, she was tender and, and probably not as good looking as Rachel. Okay. So, okay. so that makes sense. So in the Bible account, um, um, Jacob works for Laban for seven years and um, he comes and asks for the hand of, <laughs> of Laban's daughter. And he says, okay, you got it. Here's Leah. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, Wait no, a minute. No, that's the, not the one that I that's was thinking not about. The one I uh, was working about. She said, you know, "Uncle L." Yeah, I wanted Rachel, and he said, "Well, for Rachel, you got to work another seven years." Oh, so Jacob was tricked. Yeah. Now here's a guy that's wor- willing to work fourteen years to get the wife that he wanted. And by the way, he worked for 14 years and he got Rachel. Laban kept his word and he gave him Rachel. Now, now the problem with uh, with Jacob is now he's got two wives. Yeah, and, that would be a problem. And each of these wives <laughs> had a handmaid. Yeah. So Leah yeah. and, and, and Rachel had uh, two handmaidens. Um, um, and one was Zilpah. And the other one was Bilhah. And so, and so now, now, now this is going to get a little hairy for you folks, but uh, it's still, it's still biblical. And, and I've got to tell you the record. Um, Jacob had sons that were born to Leah and to Zilpah mm-hmm. and to Bilhah. Yeah. They had sons, but Rachel had her, she was barren. She could not bear children. And, and she actually told Jacob, he says, here, take my handmaid and have children by her. Well, and that happened. Uh, I'm not going to go into the names of all these sons, but there were nine of them, 10 of them rather. And, uh, and Rachel still unable to bear Jacob a son. I got them all written down. So let's go to Genesis chapter 30, and we'll pick up our lesson in chapter 30 of the book of Genesis. And if you hear my pages turning, it's because our microphone is pretty good. Let's begin reading chapter 30 of Genesis. And when Rachel saw that she bare Jacob no children, Rachel envied her sister and said unto Jacob, Give me children or else I die. Wow. How about that for an ultimatum? 
And Jacob's anger was kindled against Rachel. And he said, am I in God's stead? Who hath, who hath we withheld from thee the fruit of the womb? Jacob said, don't blame me. I've tried. And she said, behold, my maid Bilhah go in unto her, and she shall bear upon my knees that I may also have children by her. And she gave him Bilhah, her handmaiden, to wife, and Jacob went in unto her, and Bilhah conceived and bare Jacob a son. Now understand this. Here, here we come. Here's ten children being born to, to uh, Leah and Bilhah and Zilpah and, um, and, and Rachel was still barren. Um, let's let's go ahead in Genesis 30, verse 19, verse 18. And it says, And Leah said, God hath given me my hire, because I have given my maiden to my husband. And she called his name Issachar. So uh, if you we're going to talk more about the genealogies of Israel in just a moment. And Leah conceived again and bare Jacob the sixth son. And Leah said, God hath endued me with a good dowry. Now will my husband dwell with me because I have borne him six sons. And she called his name Zebulun. And afterwards she bare a daughter and called her name Dinah. So here's Leah, the wife, the first wife, and the two handmaidens bearing children to Jacob. Now, Rachel was the one he really loved. What's going to happen? He's already chided Rachel for saying, you know, get off my back. I, I, I didn't close your womb. We've tried. And in verse 22 of Genesis 30, and that's where we'll pick up uh, where Joseph is a type of Christ. Genesis 30, verse 22, and God remembered Rachel. Now, it wasn't that he'd forgotten. Um, the only thing that God forgets is our sins when he forgives them. And God remembered Rachel. Now, you see, God does things in his own time. And now was the time. And so he remembered Rachel, and God hearkened to her. So apparently she had been praying to God, I want a child. I want to bear Jacob a son. And she conceived and bare a son, and said, God hath taken away, taken away my reproach. And she called his name Joseph. And said, the Lord shall add to me another son. And he did later on. And that son's name was to be Benjamin. But the one we're concerned with was the firstborn of Rachel. When it was impossible for her to have a child, God remembered her, answered her prayer, and opened her womb. And this is where Joseph began to be a type of the Lord Jesus Christ by means of a miraculous birth. If you'll read in Matthew uh, chapter 1, verses 18 and following, and in Luke chapter 2, 
verses 1 through 7, you'll see the genealogies uh, from Abraham to uh, right up to Mary. And the, now the birth of Jesus was on this wise, it said. And we'll read in those things that, that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin. Impossible, you say? With God, nothing is impossible. And so the Holy Spirit planted the seed of conception into Mary, who was absolutely a descendant of, uh, of the tribes of Israel and, and of Abraham primarily, and then Isaac and Jacob and also Joseph. And so, but actually she came through the tribe of Judah. But I'm saying all this to tell you how, that, that uh, Jesus was the product of a miraculous birth. The seed was planted into him and to her by the Holy Spirit. Now here's the reason. This miraculous birth of Jesus Christ uh, came about so that we might be saved. That's why Jesus came into the world. Now, no sinner could pay the price for my sins or your sins. My Bible, your Bible, says, for as in Adam, all die. So that every human being was, as a direct result of Adam's sin, and we received that sin nature, but Jesus did not. Now, we're not telling you that Joseph did not have the sin nature. We're showing you that he is a type of Christ in that he was born miraculously, just like Jesus was. Now, turn to Genesis chapter 37, if you would, please. Genesis chapter 37. Well, in turning there, Curtis and I were going through the uh, through the um, uh, accounts of of how many listeners we've had on our podcast, and uh, we're not going to make it a secret. We know that in abundance of ten thousand hits, and we thank you so much. You're just on the anchor platform alone. Just on the anchor platform, and we're on several platforms uh, that we know of, and so. Um, we uh, we thank you for tuning in and amen. and and putting up with uh, some of these things and double so, amen. So let me stop this interruption and get back to the to the scriptures in Genesis chapter thirty seven, verse three. Now Israel, and that's the name that Jacob began being called by God. The word Israel means a prince with God, and so that's what Jacob was. What does the name Jacob mean? Uh, supplanter. Oh, that means he. Oh, so wait a minute. When he tricked Esau, yeah, he was. That was just in his nature. I mean, that that was what that, his very name meant. That's what happened. Supplanter. Yeah, yeah, a trickster. Trickster. Yeah. Oh boy. But his name later was changed to Israel, which means a prince with God, that's right. and that meant that from Jacob came all of the other twelve tribes of Israel. Now it says. Genesis 37, verse 3. Now, Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. 
Oh, does that sound right? Well, I'll tell you what, the Bible says that he loved Joseph more than all of his children. And it says, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw their, that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. And this, folks, is a picture of the nation Israel. Now, let me stop here and tell you something. Neither Curtis nor myself nor my lovely wife sitting on my right hand are anti-Semitic. We do not hate the Jews. Nope. We think the Jews are God's elect nation. Absolutely. And that's why Jake was called Israel, a prince with God. And so when we say these things, we're not being anti-Semitic. We're just giving you uh, the commentary from the word of God. And it says his brethren hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told his brethren, and they hated him yet more, yet the more. What was the dream? And he said unto them, Here, I pray you this dream which I have dreamed. I'm glad you asked that, Curtis. <laughs> he said, For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field. Now this is his dream. We, you and me, we were out there in the field. The whole family. Yeah, and he said, and lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. Now, sheaves usually were bent over because of the weight of the grain that's on them. But he says, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood round about and made obeisance to my sheaf. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and his words. And by the way, this dream and the one to follow are a type of Israel in their rejection of Jesus Christ as their Savior. You see, these are types you can find Jesus on every page in the Bible if you're looking for him. Absolutely. And if I were you, I'd be looking for him on every page. <laughs> yep. And his brethren were angry. Uh, and, and in uh, chapter 37, verse 9, Joseph just couldn't quit. <laughs> and he dreamed yet another dream and told it his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the 11 stars made obeisance to me. And he told it to his father oh. this time and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, what is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Well, let me tell you, folks, what this dream was. His father said this. Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee in the earth so we're talking about earthly native born israelis and his brethren envied him but his father observed the saying anyway so the brothers hated him even more for this second dream and and, and, his, and his father wasn't real pleased about it but he said wait a minute 
Yeah. There is something to this. Maybe. You know, should our Rachel, your mother and I, yeah. going to bow down to you? And we're going to see to it that that's, that's correct. And so what Joseph was doing was prophesying the relationship that Jesus Christ had with Israel or the lack thereof. Right. Because it was Israel that had him crucified. We say the Romans had him crucified. No, no. Pilate wanted to let Jesus go. Yep. But the Jews said what? Let him be crucified. That's right. Well, we're going to see a type of that later on in this passage in Genesis chapter 37. Let's go to um, um, verse 20. Well, let's, let's go before. Now, um, no, let's go back to verse 11. His brethren envied him, but his father observed the saying. And his brethren went to feed their father's flock in Shechem. And Israel said unto Joseph, Do not thy brethren feed the flock in Shechem? Come, and I will send thee unto them. And he said unto him, Here am I. So he's talking to Joseph, his beloved son. And he said unto him, Go, I pray thee. Now that's the type of Jesus being sent to Israel. He says in the Gospels, I am not come, but to the house of Israel. And that's where Jesus came first. And so Joseph, here it is, type of Christ, Old Testament. Go, I say, pray, I pray thee, see whether it be well with thy brethren and well with the flocks and bring me word again. So he sent him out of the vale of Hebron and he came to Shechem and a certain man found him and behold, he was wandering in the field and the man asked him saying, what seekest thou? And he said, I seek my brethren. Tell me, I pray thee, where they feed their flocks. And the man said, they are departed hence. For I heard them say, let us go to Dothan. And Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dothan. And when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. Now, folks, when Jesus came, Remember when he was 12 years old, he preached in a synagogue. Mm -hmm. uh, he preached other messages. The other Jews came and heard. Some of them believed, but most of them did not. And they wanted to take him, and they, uh, and they wanted to kill him. And this is what happened to Joseph, as we shall see in the next several verses. So, uh, um, and it says, um, they conspired against him to slay him. We're in Genesis 37. And we'll say, in, and we will read verse 19. And they said one to another, Now behold, this was a scheme that they put together, all of them. This dreamer cometh. Wow. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him and cast him into some pit. And we will, we will say, Some evil beast hath devoured him. And we shall see what will become of his dreams. And so, just like the, the, the nation of Israel in the first century AD sought to slay Jesus, mm -hmm. yep, his brethren, who were the progenitors of the Israel, the nation of Israel and the race of Hebrews, mm -hmm. yep, they said, let's kill him. 
let him be crucified. And Reuben, who was the oldest, heard of it. And he delivered him out of their hands and said, let us not kill him. And Reuben said unto them, shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness and lay no hand on him that he might that he might rid him out of their hands to deliver him again to his father. So here's what happened. And I see we're running out of time in this first half hour, but we'll read a couple of more verses and we'll continue with this in our uh, second session with regard to Joseph. And in verse 22 of chapter 37, we read, they, Reuben did this, and it says, to deliver him to his father again. Remember what Jesus said when he was crucified? I go unto my father. Yeah. And that's what he did. Yeah. He was, he was killed. He was buried. He rose again from the dead and he ascended right back to God Amen. after 40 days, after 50 days on the day of Pentecost and, and the days, the 40 years, 40 days following, he ascended into heaven to his father. And so in this, Joseph was to become a type of Christ because he was to come to his father again. And we'll finish this session. We'll finish this session by reading verse 23. And it came to pass when Joseph was coming to his brethren that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him. And with that, we'll end this session and we'll be back as soon as we've reset